talking about drinking today i love it <laughs> alcohol drinking and the healing journey i feel like i get this question all the time i don't know about you people always want to know can i drink should i drink do i have to cut back drinking is alcohol going to be a detriment to my healing journey like it's just such a hot topic i actually feel like i don't get that question as much as I mean, I feel like you get it more because of your like yeah, specific I don't focus drink. on the liver and all I that do. stuff. Um, coffee, I get all the time. Alcohol, not so much. Which is funny. No one asks about coffee. Really? Everyone asks <laughs> about alcohol. I guess it's the maybe just the different niches that we're in. I was going to say, maybe it's tie, like hormones versus liver. Yeah, yeah totally. people tie in coffee with hormones so much more just because they hear it all the time. Mm -hmm. And then obviously people alcohol to the liver I mean so. big surprise <laughs> <laughs> very big surprise and I also think it's like the reason I get the question it's because I'm pretty transparent about the fact that I don't drink right mm -hmm. maybe if someone hasn't followed me for a while I don't talk about it every day but like I don't drink I haven't I stopped drinking when I was like had just turned 23 maybe right before my 23rd birthday which is so funny because now that's almost four years ago and because I'm about to turn 27 in a week. I know your birthday's coming up, right? <laughs> it's literally a week from yesterday. So, well, by the time this is out, my birthday will have passed, but I'll take any happy birthdays. <laughs> but um, it was like right before my 23rd birthday. And since then, I've only drank twice. Like I tried it again, you know, mm -hmm. of course you'd be questioning like, oh, maybe I want it. Maybe it was just cutting it out for the time being. And every time I try it, it's just unsatisfying. Like, I think it's, it's like when you add back foods or like foods that you liked when you were a child, right? Like those types of things you, you try again and you're like, Oh, I really like that that much. Mm -hmm. And like, maybe it's cause I'm not getting drunk, drunk, like obliterated, but like, it's just never as satisfying to me. Yeah. I mean, I get that. Um, I obviously do drink if people yeah. follow me, they see And that's that, why I'm like, but... this is a good conversation because and it's not like I judge people or anything. And it's not like mm -hmm. you judge people who don't. That's why exactly. it's just a good conversation because it's just two different perspectives. Mm -hmm. I do think a time and a place in your healing journey, for sure, like as with anything, yep. to cut it out completely. Yep. I always say that to people. Especially, you know, if you are healing your hormones or mm -hmm. healing your liver, healing your gut, whatever. Yeah. It for sure um, has a place to be cut out. And especially totally. if you're, you know, like having wine every single night, because I feel like it's such that culture, especially if yeah. you're like a mom or a busy woman or like, or even just someone in your twenties, same yeah. thing, like being like, Oh, going out to people would schedule happy hours every single week. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I feel like, um, and then also with the social media thing too, everybody mm. sees it all over social media. So yeah, um, I definitely think that might be a little bit much, especially if you are, you know, like trying to live a healthier yeah. lifestyle. But I also get the point of not wanting it to be a deprivation thing. Yeah, and, like, and hurting I totally you get mentally. that. Absolutely, because you know we both know that does just about the same mm -hmm. amount of damage if you're yeah. stressing about something like that 
versus if you're just enjoying, you know, like one glass of wine every Mm -hmm. night and you really enjoy it. And there's always that fine line for anything, especially Mm -hmm. for drinking. And I like weigh into my clients. I try and get people to think about like society's view of drinking and Mm -hmm. why they're drinking, right? Like, are you drinking because you enjoy it? Are you drinking because why not? Are you drinking because you're just used to it or because everyone else is like, Mm -hmm. think about that because I just find people in general overall drink socially. Mm Mm-hmm. And maybe not necessarily even when they want to, maybe it's just because everyone else is drinking and they feel weird without something in their hand. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's just because every time they hang out with a specific group of friends, it's always a wine night. Right. And so they want to participate. Mm-hmm. And so I, like, I know I'm like, I'm not a psychologist, but I just like weigh in. I'm like there because drinking has so much to do with behavior. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, do you like it? Is it because you want to, is it because someone else expects you to? I've had people tell me that before they're like, um, especially it was actually someone hanging out like with my family in general. They're like, I love hanging out with you guys because my family, they're like predominantly German. So they're like big beer drinkers okay. and they love like, not like overboard, like alcoholism, no, I know what you mean. <laughs> beer drinkers, but they just, you know, enjoy a good beer, but they never pressure anybody like coming to hang out or coming into the family to like always pick up a drink and somebody told us once they're like i love hanging out with you guys because i don't feel like i have to constantly have a drink to socialize yeah. like with this other group of friends that i hang out with they're like everyone always has a drink and i feel like i have to like yeah. i've put water in my empty beer bottle before just to like look like i'm socially participating in drinking and that's where i think it's kind of sad it's so sad. And I, okay. So like I said, cut out drinking a long time ago and I would still go to the bars with my friends. I would still go to happy hours with my friends. I've had people tell me I'm boring. I'm no fun anymore because I'm not, because I go out with them and I drink water mm-hmm. or honestly, like it just, it didn't serve me anymore. And so mm-hmm. there are people out there that will judge you. And I'm not going to deny that. I've heard that more times than I can count, but like I stood firm in what I believed in because if I'm going to choose to drink because they want me to drink, that's the wrong decision, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's not when you yeah. want to do it. <laughs> if you're confident in your decision and you're still having fun, like who cares Yeah, what they're thinking? And if then they one... can't have fun because you're not drinking, then that's their problem. That's on them. Mm-hmm. Cause you guys, like I am loud and chatty and like, it's not like I'm let like, yeah, I was loud and louder and chattier when I drank, but like, it's not, this isn't decreasing cause I'm yes. sober. Uh-huh. For me, I do get a little more social when I drink. Of course you do. 100%. Yeah, because I am very quiet and very reserved just in general. So just like one drink will definitely loosen me up a little bit. Yeah. 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 It's the same for everyone. And that's why Mm -hmm. I'm just like, I also challenge people for that. I'm like, do you feel like you need it to loosen up? If so, maybe tap in, see like, what can I do? Is it because I'm uncomfortable with these people or is it just because I'm quieter? Right? Like Mm -hmm. there's... I'm always challenging people when it comes to drinking. And especially, like you said, in the healing journey, it depends where you are on it. If you're someone like I was very, very ill when I first cut out drinking, mm-hmm. like, like I said, ran to the bathrooms everywhere, like not good. Yeah. And drinking was not helping me. And I knew yeah. that I was like, it's obviously not helping. And I wasn't cutting it out to feel like I was restricting myself. I was cutting my cutting it out because it seemed like a no brainer to get me a step further in my healing journey. And if that's you, like you can cut it out for a period of time, add it back in. I even had a client recently who cut it out because they told her she had fatty liver and then came back to me. We've been working together like four months or so and was like, 
you know, I had a couple of drinks with a girlfriend the other day and I had cut out drinking for a while, took my liver support, took my minerals, took a binder next day, felt fine. Mm -hmm. No issues, no nausea, wasn't hungover. And she felt like shit. And I gave her some minerals, gave her a liver support, gave her some binders. She felt instantly so much better. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. yeah, because you have these tools. One, we've cleaned out her liver crazy, but also she has tools that she knows hydration obviously impacts drinking. It obviously Mm -hmm. impacts your liver. And I mean, binder mostly binds to toxins. Like I know people do charcoal when they drink, but like, that's also not beneficial if you're drinking every day, but that's a whole other can of worms. It's just, I think it has a time and place. Like we said, it just depends on you. For me, it in no way, shape or form was serving me. Mm -hmm. It was not benefiting from like drinking. And honestly, I only binge drank at the time. I didn't drink. (laughs) I didn't drink to like have a glass of wine because I felt like it was a waste of like calories and alcohol. Mm -hmm. And because I had a history of a liver disease, I guess mine's a very different situation, but I drank because I wanted to like feel buzzed, tipsy, drunk, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm not going to do that. If the next day I'm going to be in pain. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I don't get people that can do that every single day. I'm just oh, like, no. how, how do you live for one, two, how do you just like, you got to feel like shit constantly. Oh yeah. And do you just not know what it's like to feel good? I don't know, but honestly, probably not. Yeah. Because alcohol, it's going to bog down your liver. So that's going to impact digestion. That's going to impact bile, pooping, a lot of things. Mm-hmm hormones, yep. the ability to eliminate other toxins out of your body. Mm-hmm. So it just yeah. fills your toxin bucket more. Mm-hmm. Well, it's again, like that's... constantly giving your liver an extra toxin that it has to process. Yeah. So again, it's not going to be processing all the other toxins that it needs to. So if you have a hormone issue, it's not going to be getting rid of that estrogen like it's supposed to. It's going to be yeah. focusing on the alcohol instead. Yeah. And same with like it also dehydrates you. We know that about alcohol, but mm-hmm. hydration is key for literally so many functions of your body. We know that being properly hydrated, good for your kidneys, good for your bowels, good for your liver, good for your lymph everywhere. Mm-hmm. So like it just, if, I mean, if you're drinking every day, right, I'm not saying the occasional drink, but if you're drinking every day, it just puts you at more of a disadvantage. Mm-hmm. Just makes it harder for your body to do a lot of things. Exactly. And if you think about any time that you've ever drank a lot and you wake up in the morning, literally all you want is water. Yeah. You're SpongeBob. Yeah. You just can't drink enough water. Yeah. You're literally dried out SpongeBob in Sandy's air bubble. Mm -hmm. And I know personally also I've always just like my whole life, blood sugar has been a thing I've been aware of. Mm -hmm. I get low blood sugar pretty easily. I used to get shaky when I was younger. I just have to make sure I have balanced meals and like I'm balancing it now. And like, I don't have any blood sugar issues anymore, but like Mm -hmm. just have to be aware of it. But for me, I would have crazy low blood sugar when I drank, not everyone's going to get that way, but like the next day I would be shaky. And even if I ate before after, right. It's just that it's adding so many sugars like to your body. Mm Mm-hmm. And then the next day I felt like I couldn't eat anything one. Cause I was like nauseous, but then I can't balance my blood sugar. And then I'm sitting there like feeling like death. Mm-hmm. So if you are someone with blood sugar issues or diabetes or insulin re- resistance, another thing to think about. Yeah. Just a thought again, <laughs> I'm not saying anyone has to be as extreme as me. Mm-hmm. It just stopped serving me in my life. Mm-hmm. And that's just, I haven't added it back in since I've tried a couple of times. And every time I did, just was like, eh, that was fine. 
but like when do we do anything in life that feels fine exactly yeah I think when you cut it out for so long too and you realize how good you feel without (laughs) it and then once you add it back in and it's like huh you know that the effects of this after is just not as good because I'm like I'm like that I don't drink near as much as I used to Mm -hmm. um and not that I ever drank that much to begin with but now I'm like one or two and I'm good even in social situations I'm like I'm fine you guys can keep going I'm good yeah and like I I totally agree like I guess part of it also was like I felt so bad at this point when I cut out drinking for a year or two whatever I felt so bad for so long unintentionally like things out of my control right Mm -hmm. I would wake up and feel like garbage I'd get brain fog I'd get fatigue like when you feel like you can't think properly and then you're putting something in your body that makes you feel the same way like why would I do that? Mm-hmm. Like I always say to my clients, the reason like I don't drink anymore d- doesn't mean you have to. It's just because I feel so good all the time now. Mm-hmm. And when you know how good you can feel, I'm like, why would I intentionally feel bad? Right. I'm not saying there aren't going to be days where I might have a little more brain fog or I might be a little bit more fatigued just because life happens. I'm still detoxing a couple of things, mm-hmm. but why would I intentionally do that? Yeah. <laughs> That's how I feel about getting drunk now i'm like why why because i i have a very high tolerance so it actually it takes a lot for me to get drunk so at this point i'm just like party i'm I'm fine (laughs) except i've never been a partier reed's birthday is coming up and he's like i want to party for my birthday and i i'm like okay i'll be the driver (laughs) i and that's a great way to like if you want to not drink and you want to go with your friends, be the driver. I've mm-hmm. always done that. I did that in high school. Yeah. I mean, sorry, we couldn't drink in high school. Ever. We drank in high school I, because I knew <laughs> Sometimes I had like, I joke that I drank more before I turned 21 than after. I, I stopped drinking before I turned 23. <laughs> I, of course, I drank more before I turned 21, yep. <laughs> which is so funny. I'm like, damn, I stopped drinking before I turned 23. <laughs> but... <laughs> saves you a lot of money hey it does i also put it towards like food because yeah (laughs) and when people talk about how expensive it is to heal like i totally get it right but we all prioritize things and i'm not saying that there aren't people out there that truly can't afford it there are Mm -hmm. but just in general we all prioritize things differently i don't drink i don't spend money on getting my nails done like a lot of my friends like i spend money on supplements and high quality food Mm -hmm. and the money that doesn't go towards alcohol and eating out and goes towards high quality food pretty much evens out that's me except I recently have been getting my nails done just because it makes me happy so oh no do whatever makes you happy I just like (laughs) yeah I get it yeah wherever I want to put it Mm -hmm. I don't get my nails done but I get a massage almost every month or energy healing I do one of the two because it's like almost the same price Mm -hmm. yeah so I get it (laughs) yeah I just do like the simple like polish change for like 20 bucks so that's not bad yeah but anyway just, yeah, I was like so back to driving you can always drive for your friends mm-hmm. you can always just drink water if you really want to hide it you could always hide it that way but I'd just rather not lie mm-hmm. and, and you if can people... still get like sparkling water and lime or bring yeah. a little salt shaker and make a salty mark at the bar <laughs> I do have a mini Redmond salt <laughs> shaker so I never would have thought to do that but that's so true mm-hmm. or you can always just opt for like if you're trying to think of like well how do I hang out with my friends if I'm not drinking okay could you go out to eat and if you're like oh I can't do that could you go out to coffee bring your own king could you go on walks could you go to fitness classes could you 
go shopping. If you're like, I'm not trying to spend a lot of money. You could always go grocery shopping together. You mm -hmm. go to the bookstore, you go to the library. There's like, I mean, I go on walks and like coffee shops with most of my friends. That's what I try and do and fitness classes, but there's like a lot of different things. And if all those people want to do is drink mm -hmm. and they're not reaching out to you, unless they're reaching out to you about drinking plans, maybe you need to talk to them about that. Mm -hmm. Or maybe that maybe those aren't the people for you. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That you want to be hanging out with. And that's um, happened to me a lot in my life. So like, I get it. It's not easy, mm -hmm. but like, maybe it's just time to accept that people grow apart. And maybe if you don't want to grow in that direction, you don't have to, you can just like not hang out with them as much at this point. Invite people over for a great game night, go to trivia night. Those are literally two of my favorite things in the entire world. Escape mm -hmm. rooms. Like maybe you're not as nerdy as me. You don't want to do that stuff, but everyone loves a good game night. And if you don't, I think you just haven't found the right game. It's true. I know. I always invite people over for game night and they're always hype about it. And then they bring in their own drinks if they want to. Right. Mm -hmm. Like I tell them, they're like, what do you want me to bring? I'm like, whatever you want to drink. I don't have anything. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a good idea. It's only taken me four years to come up with this many ideas. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> or like intramural sports. Like if you have friends you play sports with, we played dodgeball. We played volleyball. My boyfriend plays softball and soccer. Mm -hmm. I know Reed plays hockey. He does. Yeah. yeah. It's too hot here in the summertime to <laughs> like get together. I don't know how they play hockey in the summertime because they play roller hockey. So it's outside. Ugh. And I'm just like, Ugh. that's why I make him the giant salty marks with the watermelon because I don't know that boy needs he would survive. so much yeah. hydration. He's almost passed out from heat exhaustion like three times. So if someone's like, but I want to drink sometimes, what are your favorite drinks that you're like are better-ish options or like you only have a couple of I know people say tequila all the time tequila is also anti-parasitic mm -hmm. you get yeah, like I would go for a clear alcohol is what mm -hmm. I always suggest so tequila and gin are my favorites I know mm. um, a lot of people like vodka too yeah vodka is made from corn usually or potatoes so I know Tito's I'm pretty sure it was potatoes because mm -hmm. 100% yeah. gluten-free Tito's yeah. if you need certified gluten-free Tito's yeah Tito's is pretty good um they do make a couple organic vodkas that are pretty good. Oh. Um, and then I think I told you I had found one that was like filtered through charcoal rocks. You did so say it that. actually tasted, it tasted very like minerally, but also like <laughs> clean to me, like in a really good way, like almost like a really good, like mineral water would taste. Okay. It was very interesting. Um, I really like that one. But yeah, I always suggest gin if you like it because gin is one of the cleanest cleanest alcohols <laughs> it's funny because i hear because i've never heard anyone suggest gin maybe it's because they don't like it everyone that i know of in this space is always saying tequila or vodka tequila or vodka mm -hmm. i do gin or tequila over vodka usually i know everybody i think like you said um gin is a very particular palette yeah it's like if you like the taste mm -hmm. of pine needles and i loved gin so i'm with you but yeah. i didn't i also it. have a gin that i love it's a japanese gin it does not have the traditional gin taste it tastes much much more citrusy and flowery mm -hmm. so i really like that one personally okay. is one of my favorites um so i always tell people if you don't like gin try that one because it has a very good citrus taste to it so then what do you make for mixed drinks because when i drank and started my health journey I always had either vodka, Tito's on the rocks, which didn't taste good. It was a means to an end 
or I would have a vodka water and then squeeze lemons and limes into it also didn't taste very good. Like, do you have anything that like doesn't taste bad? You can order at a bar, you can order out. Um, honestly, I don't really, I can't even remember the last time I ordered a mixed drink at a bar because Reed used to be a bartender. So he likes to create all the different drinks and we just like do it at home for fun. Mm -hmm. And so he is always on a mission to do like the healthier versions for me. So like totally just fruit and that's so good though. Yeah. So so. everyone's jealous. (laughs) So you're telling us is you're going to make a cocktail like little highlight on your feed of what Reed makes. Yeah. Um, so he'll normally do, like I said, either gin or tequila. Um, lately we've been into mezcal just because Mm. one of his friends is really into mezcal and he gave us some, um, and it's really good. And I'm pretty sure I'm not like a knowledge expert on alcohol, but I'm pretty sure mezcal is like even the cleaner form of tequila. Okay, I because believe it's it. like I know the it's unprocessed, unfiltered, straight from agave, whatever. Um, so it's really good. So we've been doing that, and he'll usually, um, if he's making me a margarita, he'll just do the mezcal. Um, usually just a little bit of lemon and lime and some salt, and he'll do like a squeeze of orange for the sweetener, and that's about it. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good to like know. And I know there's always going to be people out there that like want to just have their canned beverages. And like, I don't know anything about those. I know that a couple of them are certified gluten-free if that helps at all. But like they do typically have sugar, don't they? Or like fake sugar. So like. um, Yeah, like the sugar alcohols. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't really drink the mixed beverages, so I don't really know either. I know the whole thing like the truly beverages and all that they were supposed to be very sugary though yeah they were marketed as being cleaner but i looked at them one day and i'm like uh no fun fact spindrift has spiked seltzers but only sold in california and massachusetts right now so yeah Yeah. still trying to get my hands on them just so i can force my family (laughs) to drink them and tell me what they think yeah reed and i were looking at him and he's like I would just take a can of Spindrift and mix it with right. a little bit of alcohol. He's yeah, like, you rather could easily than do that. spending twelve dollars on six cans. Yeah, because that's what I would we... totally do just to buy it, th- just to try it though. Yeah, I would try it. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's a that's another one that we do a lot too. Is just like tequila and Spindrift, and yeah, we'll, so I'll add like an extra squeeze of lime or something. Spindrift uh, sponsor us. We are big fans. I literally made my parents buy four cases the other day, but that's we because we will spin spin fluencers for life oh literally spin fluencers <laughs> so like if you don't know what spin drift is it's like seltzer it is seltzer water and the reason mm-hmm. we like it is because it's just with juices right it's yeah. whatever it's just carbonated water and like lemon juice carbonated water lime juice cherry juice whatever so some of them like in terms of grams of sugar might have some if it's like a higher glycemic fruit that's in it mm-hmm. but in general they're very low sugar and not even about sugar just like they taste good and the ingredients are ingredients that you could make yourself yeah most sparkling waters have natural flavors in them Mm -hmm. rather than being sweetened with real fruit juice and that's another thing with the seltzers too almost every seltzer you're gonna buy has natural flavors in it so yeah just keep that in mind buy spindrift they have a three pack at costco if you like lemon lime or grapefruit you just Mm -hmm. have to get one of those three flavors but you know if you want to branch out into our world, go to Target or Whole Foods or I don't know where you get them. 
I get them at Target usually. Okay, same. Yeah, we yeah. don't have a whole big food, Target. So. Oh. I'm Our whole foods just started getting more than like two flavors. They used to only have like lemon, lime, grapefruit, pineapple. Mm-hmm. I found a huge stash of lemon lime at Target the other day. And remember, I tell you, I can never find you that never. one. Did you that get like my favorite. I got quite a few. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, no judgment. There was yeah. a buy two, get one free sale a couple of weeks. It was actually probably two months ago at this point, but I did it twice. Like the one time there was no lemon lime. So I got a couple of the other flavors. We like, like the half and half, the pink lemonade and something else. Mm-hmm. And then I went back and there was lemon lime. So I got three more and I come home and Dan's like, you got six things of spin drift. I was like, yes, we'll go through it. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you haven't had lemon lime, it tastes like Sprite without the sugar. It it's literally does. delicious. Yeah. And the pink lemonade's phenomenal too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that one. We have yeah. both of those in the house right now. Yep. Same. Lime's like a good substitute. I like the lime one. It's a good substitute. It's not the same as lemon limeade, but I like it enough. Mm-hmm. I like the raspberry lime. Mm. I haven't had that in a while. That one's not in your, usually that one's in the three pack that comes from Costco. Oh, our three pack is only grapefruit, lemon, and lime. I guess maybe that was the recent one that I bought. I was going to say they might've like rotated. Yeah. yeah. They change it sometimes. Mm-hmm. But because yeah, my dad gets those now. I mean, <laughs> I bought them when I was at their house because I was making my little CXD salty mark things. So I made mm-hmm. them take me to Costco and we got lemon limeade and he liked that. And then he goes, who are no way they're at Costco. And now he has two Costco packs, a pineapple pack and a pink lemonade pack. So you're welcome parents for now holding down the Spindrift market. Uh, that's funny. Yeah. So if you want an easier way to make mocktails cocktails literally get a spindrift and put alcohol in it that's probably easier mm-hmm. at the time i think spindrift was very very new at the time because i when i was still drinking it was literally like 2017 2018 seltzer lemon lime to vodka gross didn't taste good mm-hmm. didn't like it i just it was a means to an end mm-hmm. a lot of seltzer waters also have sugar in them too though um, yeah. like seltzer and tonic waters yeah yeah tonic that's... water people wouldn't think has sugar but tonic water has tonic sugar. water does yeah because a lot of times people will be like a vodka and tonic or something like that mm-hmm. and i'm like okay you're still drinking like cane sugar though yeah because it if you look at the label on a tonic bottle it has a surprising amount of sugar in i know it. yeah like i found at least the club soda i got didn't have anything in it yeah club soda is usually pretty good but some of the main like the really popular brands that especially if you're not at a higher end bar Mm -hmm. some of them do have sugar in it also yeah good point good point yeah so i mean you just gotta be aware Mm -hmm. i just i don't know i i'm just back on that thinking about drinking recently trained because now that like not like the world wasn't open before but like for a while people were barely leaving their houses right mm-hmm. and it's way past that it's now that everyone's out all the time and it just like makes me reevaluate things and I always do this because I'm like do I really want to not drink am I doing it just because I think I have to and then I like try again the one time I had some dry farms wine which is like the cleaner wine no sulfates blah blah blocks my mom had some gave me a bottle mm-hmm. and my boyfriend tells the story beautifully but I drank like half a bottle by myself which is only like literally two glasses Mm -hmm. two glasses I had 
an intense sugar high. I was running around like a child. And then I was like drunk for about five minutes. And then I literally passed out. I was asleep. He's like, it was the wildest 10 minutes of my life. Like I, <laughs> cause I was like, just be there in case, like for some reason, cause I hadn't had alcohol in like two years at that point. I was like, just don't want to be alone in case who knows. Mm-hmm. So maybe don't be like Courtney. Also wine, like has sugar, even without the sulfates and sulfates. So I literally don't know why that was my first choice, mm-hmm. but it was cause I wanted the flavor of wine. Like I enjoyed wine. Yeah. That was the last time I've drank. And that was <laughs> during quarantine. That was like April 2020. Yeah. Um, yeah, people did. I feel like even people that didn't drink that much did start drinking more. Yeah. During quarantine. Just, yeah, just for something to do. And that, I never understood why liquor was considered an essential Believe necessity. me, I've had this conversation so many times. <laughs> Literally. We won't get into that. but It's just because they make a lot of money on it. Mm. Sorry, that's just the truth. We know that. Yeah. If I couldn't go to my gym but you could go to the liquor store for those first three months. Mm -hmm. I don't agree. Yep. It makes me angry, but I mean, I, I still see people out there at the gas station wearing their mask, but then buying a giant icy and a kolache. And I'm like, what's a kolache? (laughs) I need to ask. Um, you don't know what kolache is? No, I have no idea. What? But I know what an icy is. Okay. (laughs) You know what an icy is. So a kolache is like, it's like a pastry thing. Um, The most popular ones is kind of like, kind of like a big pig in a blanket. So like stuffed with sausage, but they also do like sweet ones where it's stuffed with like, like kind of like apple pie filling or something like that. So they do sweet, savory ones. Most popular ones like sausage. Now I totally get what you're saying. Giant puff pastry stuffed with sausage yeah at a gas station yeah it's a german thing um i honestly don't know why it's popular down here but it is <laughs> no that's why i'm like um is it like a north versus south type of thing <laughs> yeah um i'm not even really sure i know it's really popular in central texas but it was okay. a like a large german population there so i don't know i mean it sounds good anyways and like i've seen i'm picked i'm feel like i'm able to understand what you're saying because i've seen like pastries wrapped around literal hot dogs before so Mm -hmm. it's probably very similar to that yeah it's just like a big big one kind of like a giant hot dog but like with a pastry i guess i don't know i don't really eat sausage so i don't eat them (laughs) (laughs) so is there ever a time and place when you say maybe don't drink right now it's not beneficial for your health to your clients definitely um if someone comes to me and they for sure have a lot of liver congestion, um, I would say for probably the majority of my clients, I suggest not drinking mm-hmm. at least like, you know, first two months that we're working together or yeah. something like that. Um, but like someone with major liver congestion, major high estrogen levels, mm-hmm. I will definitely say, please just try not to drink during you know this certain amount of time um and then once your levels are lowered a little bit we'll try adding it in and see how you feel Mm -hmm. um but a lot of them are like you and they're like once they have it cut out and they feel it's not as fun how good they feel off of it then they um if they do add it back in it's at a much lighter level maybe just like one or two um 
drinks a month or something like that. But yeah, that's, that's my general recommendation for most people. Totally. Yeah. Like I have, like I said, I have a lot of clients with liver stuff and if they're like, I'm drinking three times a week, I'm like, all right, well, that's not helping you get towards your goals right now. Like Mm -hmm. if you're working with someone one-on-one, you're spending money, you're spending attention and like, in my head, again, maybe it doesn't work this way for everyone, but like in my head, it's pretty easy to cut out drinking. I don't at least like even I cut it out right out of college. So like I went from literally binge drinking to not drinking at all. Mm -hmm. And like, maybe that was a little bit harder, but like in general, when people aren't drinking that often, like if you want this goal so badly and you say like, I'm willing to do anything, I'm willing to pay anything. I feel like low hanging fruit is like cutting out drinking. You know what I mean? Like, I don't feel like it's a super hard thing to eliminate in order to like make bigger strides in your health, to get your liver to fully function, to like help you really get like steps in the right direction. Cause let's be real. Like drinking is never benefiting your health, mm-hmm. but lots of things aren't benefiting your health. That's not saying you cut it out forever, but like, it's just never going to get you closer to your health goals. Mm-hmm. But maybe it's one of those things you have in as advice later, like one of those things that like, you're like, yeah, I won't cut that out. It's just not worth it for me. It makes me feel restrictive. I like having a drink later, but in the short term, in that like point where you really, really want to make strides, like you said, I just totally see the value. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think the most resistance that I get is like we talked about earlier when that's the majority of the people that they hang out with yeah. is that's what they do. That's their thing is just going to happy hour, going to the bars every weekend. Yeah. And that's where we also mentioned earlier, maybe you just need to take a step back from those people for a little while. And or, it's hard. Like you said, try to get them to do other activities with you. And where, like, like they can bring their own drinks or you yeah. don't have to just go to a bar you can like go to a picnic and they can booze all they want and you can just bring a seltzer, bring a water, bring whatever you want. Like Mm -hmm. if you want alcohol free ideas, let me know. I have (laughs) plenty. I just, and I just think it's also worth saying that like some people worry about like if they're going to, if their friends are going to still like them, if they're going to judge them because they're not drinking all of that. And truth be told, if someone's judging you because you're not drinking, it's a projection of what's going on in them, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe they don't feel comfortable not drinking. Mm -hmm. Maybe they feel like everyone around them has to be drinking so that they feel okay with it. Yep. And I know you never want to hear that about someone you love, but like, it's a projection of them. If they think you're not fun because of it, maybe it's because they're not fun. Or Mm -hmm. maybe you sit in a corner, but -hmm. don't do that. Just be just as social. Just hang out with your friends. Enjoy being with them. Mm Mm-hmm. And also like if the only time they invite you to do things is to drink and they don't invite you to do anything else, they don't say, let's go out to dinner. They don't say, let's go on a walk or anything. Like you either have to try maybe putting that stuff out there first, or maybe that's just someone that like, maybe it's more of a convenience person. Mm Mm-hmm. Maybe they're just in your life because of that. And I know that's another hard thing to say, but like the people that truly love you will make an effort to hang out with you knowing your choices. Yep, exactly. It's a tough pill to swallow though. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's, oh yeah, no, there's like a lot of, 
That's why I go into like, not even psychology, but I just make people think about why, because I'm like, once you understand this about yourself, like why you're uncomfortable not drinking this and that, it makes you understand everyone else better. Like when they're Mm -hmm. trying to pressure you. Mm -hmm. I, I always challenge all of my clients. I'm like, so why don't we just see what it feels like to cut it out right now? See if it's uncomfortable. And if it is, ask yourself why. And if you want to reach for that drink, why is it? Is it because I enjoy it? Because most of the time when you want to reach for something, it's not because you just enjoy the taste of it. Because even if you just enjoy the taste, you could probably go a little bit without doing it because you know it's not good for you. Mm-hmm. Again, short term, not saying long term. Yeah. It typically has to do with how it impacts your brain. Yes. <laughs> yeah. If you're going to be fully committed to a healing journey, but you're not you know, like you said, willing to take something like that out, then in, the short in term. my opinion, you can't fully commit to healing. Yeah. Then you're not fully committed, so, even though you can say you are till mm-hmm. you're blue in the face. Like I'm committed. I'm committed. I'm committed. Maybe it's just the way I look at it, but I think that drinking is such small potatoes compared mm-hmm. to like <laughs> when I know when I was really, really bad digestive, like you could have told me I had to eat four foods for the rest of my life. And I would have done it. If that was what would get me feeling normal, easy. Mm-hmm. And again, I know I'm more of an obsessive personality, right? That would trigger a lot of people, but that's why I'm saying like, I just think drinking in the, it's so it's, if it's only for a couple of months, you have to stop drinking. If you ever plan on getting pregnant one day, you're going to have to cut it out for a lot longer. So like, yeah, this little fun test run. (laughs) Yeah. Why not? Honestly, the sushi would be harder for me to give up. While pregnant, the saunaing will be harder for me to give up. <laughs> I literally thought of that one day. I was like, "Oh my god, how am I going to not sauna for nine months?" <laughs> I mean, uh, living in Texas, I just go outside. So I'm like, you literally live in a sauna. Yeah, we live I know. In a sauna, I was like, so. "How am I going to not sauna for nine months?" Please, mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> Tell me if you can get it out. to come visit me in the summer, oh. or you know, move to Florida. We don't even need to get into that. Don't my mom don't listen to this. She'll immediately text me and be like, So you're gonna move to Florida? Your friend said it. <laughs> that woman is relentless. Okay. Do you have any closing thoughts about drinking? I think we covered most of it. I know. That I wanted to bring up. I think like this was a good episode. It's such a juicy topic. It's just mm-hmm. so like when does it have a time and place? Of course it does. If it impacts, if it's, it feels like an orthorexic behavior, then like, I mean, you have to heal that first. Mm-hmm. I totally had orthorexia when I ate a candida diet for like three and a half years. Like, yeah, that was definitely orthorexic. It was because I thought it would heal me, mm-hmm. but like drinking, I did not drink because it felt restrictive because I didn't feel restricted. I just didn't drink. So I was like, eh, okay. Mm-hmm. Cheetos doesn't taste good anyways. Really I also doesn't. was never someone that like really enjoyed the flavor of alcohol. Like, I think I'm one of those people that convinced myself I liked wine because it's such a society thing to like wine mm-hmm. and like wine in the bachelor in college, we would have a glass of wine when we got home. And like, I don't know, I binge drank because I was a college student, but like, mm-hmm. I definitely took it probably about as far as like most like traditional college students. Maybe I was more excessive. I'm an excessive personality, but like, I didn't like the taste. I just liked being drunk. Mm-hmm. Maybe that part of that had to do with liking being numb, but <laughs> I'm sure. I mean, oh, I'm so sure. Yeah, I feel like that's most of the reason why, especially college kids, drink is to just 
shut everything off because yeah, you have a stress so reliever because you just turn it all off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And again, it's a societal thing too because your peers are drinking and when you're in college, you're not, you don't want to be that uncool person that's oh, yeah. not drinking. And like my freshman year, my friends and I didn't drink at least the first semester. We like would drink once a weekend instead of like multiple times every weekend, which was like mm-hmm. not a lot in college. And then I don't know what, because also at the time I was still wary of like my liver, knowing I had a history of a liver disease, mm-hmm. didn't know how far I could push my boundaries. And then honestly, I don't know when I decided that wasn't worth it anymore. <laughs> I mean, I you have you. to, you have to do things to know. Yeah. To know. How and it got me here. So like, you. it's all yeah. worth it anyways. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, no, I definitely went wild in college, but as do most, most tale as old as time. I'm not the first. I won't be the last. <laughs> Definitely not. No. Um, now you have the tools in your toolbox to help other people. Oh yeah. I know I'm going to get probably karma on that though. When I have kids one day, they're going to like go to college and it's not even like my parents tried to like shelter me that much. Mm-hmm. Like I was not someone who felt like I had to rebel in college, but you know, shit happens. So I'm going to get that karma. Like my kids are going to go wild in college. I wasn't even, I don't know. My siblings are worse. I don't need to throw them under the bus. Sorry guys. <laughs> not throwing them. I was like, kind of threw them under the bus, not trying to do too much. They were worse. They drank more. They got in more trouble. I just, Courtney was like, I was a good child. (laughs) Which is funny because I was the good child, but like amongst my friends, like I was the peer pressurer. I was one of those, which is probably easy to picture. (laughs) I was going to say, I can see that. (laughs) You're probably not surprised. (sighs) Peer pressured everyone was always the one where if you could get me to go out, like if I wanted to stay in and you were like, Courtney, go out, I would always get more people to come with us. Mm. And I was an easy sell totally opposite of my personality yeah I'm like different now not like in that my personality is like muted but I just I do still pressure people to drink because I think it's funny I was at a (laughs) to end this podcast (laughs) all about drinking Courtney I do still pressure people to drink well it's when people want to you know like I'm not pressuring people that don't want to drink but um I was at a bachelorette party and I was like, so who's shotgun and beers next? Who's taking shots? And they were like, Courtney, you literally don't drink. And I was like, oh, you don't know me that well. Yes, I forgot. <laughs> I don't drink. Don't peer pressure your friends. Your old drink. I'll watch your oh, drink. Oh, no. And I used to do the same thing. I think that was like part of the reason I ended up binge drinking. Because I used to do the same thing. But then people would be like, I'll do it if you'll do it. And I'm like, I ain't no bitch. I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. And so then that was like, you know. How we yeah the cycle it worked out well for me <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh that's hilarious so um, all right well that was our closing thoughts <laughs> <laughs> so um where can the people find you you can find me at emily joy wellness everywhere what about you at the rooted in health instagram tiktok and my website and 
Thanks for coming. Thanks for listening. If you liked this podcast, we would love it. If you subscribed, we would love it. If you left a rating or review, any of that good stuff, let us know what you want to hear from. You can DM either one of us. Um, also, is this where I'm going to say that we're doing a giveaway? So we're going to be doing a giveaway between when this podcast airs and the next one does. So it's going to be a full week. So Monday to Monday. Mm-hmm. If you will be. Yeah. You go if, for you, it. if you leave a rating and a review, um, what do we want to do? Have them email like a screenshot of it yeah. to us? Okay. Email so. screenshot to what's the email? You know it. <laughs> Hot Healed Girl Podcast at gmail.com. And I'll leave that in the description below so you can have it mm-hmm. there. Um, and also our contact info is there too. So you can find contact for Courtney, contact for me there as well. But yeah. Leave a rating and a review, subscribe, subscribe to the podcast, and then just take a screenshot of that and email it to our Gmail account. And I will be, be giving entered. away a King Coffee sample pack, and so will Courtney. Yeah, so you're going to be entered to win a sample pack, five King Coffees from us. We're giving away two, so you have a pretty good shot mm-hmm. if you leave a rating or review and you make sure to subscribe and send it to us. Yes. And if you want extra entries, you can also screenshot the podcast and share it on your Instagram and take both of us. And we'll give you one extra entry. So that'll give you a decent shot to win one of the two prizes. <laughs> if you have, if you don't know what King Coffee is, go listen to our podcast about it. You know, mm-hmm. we both love it if you follow us. So. Yeah. Or go on either of our Instagram, listen to the podcast, either of our Instagram pages. We both have highlights about it. Mm-hmm. Lots of stuff because podcast if you're like that's too long for me to understand what king coffee is you can just tap through yeah highlights. watch the highlights and you'll mm-hmm. get a, a good gist of it yeah it's amazing so all right well we will talk to you guys in the next podcast where there will be king coffee winners yep we're gonna announce it first thing the next podcast so yep make it happen people you have a whole week <laughs> Bye.